we were watching this film on Sunday, Saturday, and it's not a great film. I don't recommend Snoopy the movie to any of you here. Um, our girls are 13 and 10, and honestly, this film was really pitched at five-year-olds. And I love film, we love film, and it takes a lot for us to switch Snoopy off. You know, that It's an hour and a half movie, we're 10 minutes in thinking there's another hour and 20 minutes to go in this film. It's going to be a long, long time. It was worth it for the last minute. So in the story, Charlie Brown is really infatuated with this girl in his class and he wants to impress her and he wants to do all these things so that she would notice him. And at the end of the movie, I'm going to find the script for you because it's, it's worth reading out. Charlie Brown says to the girl, it's the last day of term and she's about to get on the bus. He says, before you leave, there's something I really need to know. Why, out of all the kids in our class, would you want to be partners with me? The little red-haired girl says, that's easy. It's because I've seen the type of person you are. And Charlie Brown then says, it's like a Woody Allen movie for cartoons, but Charlie Brown then says, an insecure, wishy-washy failure? And this is, this, then she answers, and it's profound. That's not at all who you are. That's not at all who you are. And then she talks about his compassion, his honesty, and his courage. See, I love that, that sometimes we come to God and our prayers can be, God, I'm so sorry that I lack courage. I'm so sorry that I'm not as bold as I want to be. I'm so sorry that when I had that meeting, I, I didn't confront it in the way I thought I should have done. I'm so sorry that sometimes I'm insecure. I'm so sorry. What do you see in me? Because what I can see, and God says, that's not who you are at all. That's not who you are at all. What I see is a beloved child that I have fun with. I love your sense of humour. I can't wait for you to wake up in the morning and be with you. I look forward to breakfast with you. This is great. What This thing that we're going to be doing together has been on my heart forever. <clears throat> that you're not doing it for me. You're not doing it about me. We're going to do it together. That, that's who he is. He absolutely loves us and absolutely enjoys us. <clears throat> and I think for us who often church leadership... To hear him say there is something amazingly right with you. This is what I love about you. This is what I enjoy about you. And that we get off the treadmill and the gritted teeth and the white knuckles of thinking, I just want to prove and I don't want to be mediocre and I want to close this gap and I want to do it for you and I want to do it for me sometimes. I want to produce something that's successful when actually it all revolves around you just need to come to the place of rest you need to come to the place where you, you no longer listen to accusation because accusation slows you down. That you come to the place where you say, yeah, it is good for the Holy Spirit to show me areas where he wants to confirm my identity, where he wants to grow me, where he wants to take me and shape me. That, that he, he wants me to, to know the beauty of the new birth in greater and greater measures. I love what Graham Cook says, he says, God never deals with the believer on the basis of their old nature, but only on the basis of their new nature. <clears throat> In other words, if someone has struggled with anger all their life, God doesn't come to them and say, stop being angry. He says, don't you know that gentleness is your new language, that gentleness is who you are, that gentleness is what you are like. That actually sometimes we spend most of our 
Christianity trying to clean up the dead corpse to make it look more presentable when God says actually that is dead and buried I'm now dealing with you on the basis of you are absolutely astoundingly amazing and that's who you are you, you're talking to me about something that's actually been dead and buried you know you are co-crucified with Christ I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live the life I live in this body I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And so sometimes harsh introspection, trying to find something to fix the gap, is actually foolishness when actually in relationship with him there is no gap. That you're a new creation and God is only dealing with you on the basis of new creation.